0: group good evening good evening good evening this is dr mike Tua, a physical therapist certified dementia practitioner and your alternative career coach so again we have our tuesday dementia training obviously every tuesday at seven o'clock p.m central standard time well used to be six but jason and i just decided to do this at seven because uh we're so we're getting busier i'm getting busier jason's busy So, uh, again, we have a special guest tonight. His name is Jason Heidel. I hope I'm pronouncing his last name right. But uh, today, we have him. He's actually the owner and operator of MakeGrandmaSmile.com. You got to check that out. MakeGrandmaSmile.com. He's also the founder of Legends of Tomorrow Entertainment. So, we've got a special guest, you know, an entertainer, right? And a program specialist at Senior Star at Weber Place and also... Watch this. Listen to this. Uh, uh, Alzheimer's and Dimension support group. A former on-air talent, production at WCIU. I hope that I said that letters right. Again, welcome, 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 Jason. Before I pass the microphone to Jason, let me go back to the Zoom thing. I hope I'm in the right Zoom here. Uh, I'm. All I'm seeing is my 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 big face there. So uh, let me go back to our Facebook page. Uh, see who are live so if you are watching live ladies and gentlemen please comment live if you're watching on the replay we want to know if you're watching on the replay we want to see if you are here because if you got any questions i'm gonna stop my share if you got any questions put it down there on the chat box uh if you got any concerns you know shoot me a message so again thank you very much jason jason heidel of make grandma smile tell us where you at right now, brother, you know, what do you do and uh, what does make grandma smile.com is?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, uh, thank you again for having me, man. Um, I've been on the page for a while now, um, when I started working for communities specifically, uh, for a while, I was an entertainer who just went to communities. Um, and you know, honestly it was, uh, it was, uh, a, a, a side job that paid some money in between gigs uh, originally a theater company just performing at senior communities, but about twenty minutes in half the room's asleep uh, and then I opened my big mouth and uh and I knew that I had something different, um, but I knew that it wasn't just me because I' seen other people do it, so I knew that it could be teachable you just had to find what the fractal components were and so um, for the past decade um I've been. Um, being a part-time entertainer, part-time engagement um, specialist, specifically working with geriatric care, memory care, and preventative care for mental fitness. I come from the behavioral health side. So when you think of like Maslow's hierarchy, um you know, you think of all the steps in taking care. Well, in engagement you flip that on its head. It's it's the complete opposite direction. Um but together it's a holistic care plan and so one of the things that uh, my company dot smile.com is trying to do is standardize senior engagement. Um we standardize everything else in this country. We've got standardized education, standardized med- medical practices, insurance practices. We can make a safe bet. Um, I believe I heard from, uh, uh, from my friend who's a rec therapist when he was overseeing a building of like 300 beds uh, that, that they only needed 45 minutes a day of activities, and that could be a crossword puzzle. Like that was like bottom line state law. And I don't know if this, if I'm quoting this exactly, but this is the thought that was brought to my attention. I thought, well, that's crazy. Um, because you know how, I, I mean- we're on facebook all day you know sharing things and like that's stimulation that's that's entertainment that's engagement it's it's simple engagement it's not complex but it is engagement so we want engagement we want to be engaged all day and so one of the things that i've been pushing for the past 5 years is this idea of a depression to dementia cycle and i'll i'll get into that later but um like I said, I am a part-time performer too. I was on WCIU, the U Channel 26, the U here in Chicago. Um, I won a contest. Um, so, what,
0: what <coughs> kind of entertainer are you there in WCIU?
1: So on WCIU, I was a morning show like correspondent, and I did um, evening like bumpers between like Seinfeld and Family Guy, uh, and then um, you know we do like charity events and whatnot. Um, and then I also work in the film industry here in Chicago with a group called Creative Cipher. Um, if you're a minority voice that wants to be heard, has an idea, and just doesn't know how to get it on the big screen or how to get views on YouTube, CreativeCipher.org is all about getting voices heard. And so so it's like all these little pieces over the past 10 years of my performance world have seeped back into what has become Make Grandma Smile because they were about making sure voices heard. Now Make Grandma Smile is about making sure that seniors' voices are heard. Heard, that caregivers voices are heard okay cool so now we're good there so why why performance well performing arts we all love it when the pandemic hit all of a sudden everyone's relying on art as like a crutch to cope right like so so the idea of get a real job is crazy to me I face that most of my career I've been told get a real job I've been my parents sending me applications like you know, it's, it's, it's a struggle to convince anybody that art has value. Um, And so I found my hook with the seniors. Uh, I found that, that I could use all the things that I loved uh, to do um, and tailor them to an audience five to seven days a week. And so I'm at over 10,000 hours of working with senior citizens and performing and engaging and training. And, um, and so, yeah, it's just, it's weird. Like, it made me a better performer too cuz now i i go on stage as a tactician thinking about how i say things what i say i say the same thing in between breaks you know almost like muscle memory um and then there's times that i'm that, that i'm still the loose cannon that i am and that that still helps our creative process it's why we're it's why we actually have a team of artists that are are in healthcare right now that's the goal is like create a, a, a an army of patch atoms and, and get them in healthcare because we need more nurses. We need more caregivers. Well, let's get ones that also can play guitar and sing and are actors and do voices and could do radio drama club and could do history lessons on comedians like um, Jack Benny and, you know, Johnny Carson, like why you know, why are we treating YouTube and things like that? Like, well, I would never show my grandparents. 80% of what I did at my communities had something to do with YouTube. And I know that sounds awful, but I wasn't just having them watch television. You guys are all watching a Zoom meeting right now. And it's, it's multimedia. We want that extra element that brings us in more immersive. Seniors do too. They just don't know it because they didn't grow up with it. When I show a senior citizen a Snapchat, you better believe they laugh their butts off right? They're not scared. They're not, you know, they're maybe roll their eyes a little bit, but every time there's like a chuckle, you know, when I show them a YouTube video of a baby laughing, or we look up Colossal Questions, which is a great one for anyone taking care of a senior right now that's pretty with it, but just needs help focusing to stay out of trouble. Um, Colossal Questions is this infograph video series on YouTube from DreamWorks, and it's it's made for kids. But it answers questions like, why do we have to die? And why are our our memories, um, uh, like, do do we have unlimited storage? Or is there a limit to our memories? Um, Who invented ice cream? I mean, just random stuff. But, I mean, we also do International Pancake Day at senior communities. And, like, you know, Chihuahua Day and Batman Day. So, like, if we're going to have themed children's parties, like, it's probably okay that we're educating them with a tool that was designed for developmental neurology for children. Because at the end of the day, aren't we trying to create neuroplasticity? We're trying to create moments of new behavior and then to get those cemented by repeating them over and over. So um, I know I'm talking a lot, but like, you know, if you can't tell, like, I see this path and I just I just I, I see I wish more guys like you uh, were were easy to find, you know.
0: <laughs> well, you know what you, you mentioned about that there are there there are. First of all, I applaud you for. For doing what you're doing, because not all people are actually doing what we're doing, you yeah. know, not all people are 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 wanting to go to this specific niche of serving the uh, adult geriatric population. Because yeah, but here's the thing, this is the <laughs> this is the much more stable population now because everybody's getting old, people are living longer in a twenty thirty
1: one in five Americans will be over the age of 65. There you go. More, uh, I'm sorry, that might be the 2050. By 2030, more Americans will be over the age of 65 than there will be children in the country. There you go. That's insanity, man.
0: So we need people like you and, of course, your program to educate and train more people on how to actually deal with Uh, Alzheimer's and dementia, and and just geriatrics alone. But before we keep going, I just want to acknowledge the people who are watching live. Hello, everyone. Uh, Tiffany, I see you there. And Misty, that is a great question. Uh, She's asking about Tennessee Choices Program. Uh, uh, We're going to talk about that soon too, Misty. But it's going to be a tricky question because uh, the Tennessee Choices Program, they're going to have to ask a lot of financial questions. So we need to talk to a social worker about it. But uh, we can go back to that uh, uh, in the near future, Misty, or just reach out to me, private message me, and I'll send you some links and also some other social worker that you can talk to, Misty. So, uh, but let's go back to you, Jason. Uh, tell me more about that Make Grandma Smile program that you're formulating or, or yeah. doing. So mm-hmm. it's a
1: curriculum, um, and our idea is is that if you turn your senior education or senior um, engagement program into an education program, even in memory care, uh, that you can create new behaviors, create stable living environments that that it promotes success. We call it padded success, um, setting up little wins all day. Yeah. Um, you know, we we also look at it as a way to give seniors that. Um, college experience that some of them crave later in life they want to go yeah. back to college let's let's do that in the community um you mentioned we, about college
0: uh here in the states also in the philippines we don't have a program uh we only tap we only talk about alzheimer's and dementia probably one chapter in, right. in even in physical therapy school we have a doctorate degree and we only talked about like not even the whole day right probably like 10 to 20 minutes. Okay, this is Alzheimer's and dementia. And right. then, boom, you're done.
1: And I mean, VDT I mean, is like 20 minutes alone. So you didn't obviously even get to experience close to what you need to to understand. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and this the class that
0: I teach is an eight-hour CEU course, and it's not even enough uh, to talk about the whole right. Alzheimer's and dementia. In other countries, specifically Australia, uh, dementia care is actually a whole bachelor's degree. mm and then they also have a, a a master's degree on it about Alzheimer's and dementia care. So imagine dementia. that in, 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 in Australia, yeah, they do that already. It's a bachelor's
1: undergrad. <coughs> well degree. now, I mean, and, and it's starting to get there. I agree with you. I wish, I wish that there was like, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine who teaches CEUs the other day. and We were saying, I wish we had a teaching hospital just for geriatric care. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. all it is, is just, just bedside manner. And like, that's our goal. Like all the things I'm going to talk about today, like that's now because we need it. Uh, yep. You know, but like w- at, at the end of the day, like a big overall goal is we want to make like a make grandma smile um, teaching center that, that you can come to as a student, or you can come to as a patient and still educate yourself to health. Um, my friend, um, Nathan, uh, vector who is, and has been a, a, um, counselor for the state and a therapist, and he's a behavioral therapist and addictions counselor. Um, him, his idea was to always have behavioral mental health be taught like you would, if you were trying to not self-diagnose, But, like, let's say you... I don't know, had to use prosthetics and then you go into 3D printing because you obviously are someone who would use it. Um, That's kind of what he wanted was that you could go and educate yourself on why your brain thinks the way it does. Um, Treat it less like you're bad. You did something wrong. That's why you're in therapy and more like, and you know that again, we can go back to it. um, The dementia, to depression to dementia cycle. Um, It's this concept we have that um, basically, you know, you've you've probably and a lot of people watching it have seen the um, exercise where you write down your favorite restaurant and you write down like your favorite sports team and like your favorite band and then you rip up the paper and throw it away. It's like that's dementia. And, and, and though though understandable, it goes beyond that, because like imagine big life event happens. You move into a senior community, your husband dies, your uh, you have to sell your home that you've owned your entire life, whatever. Big event happens, you're depressed. You're depressed so you don't get out of bed as easily. You also don't stay as active. You also don't eat as well. You also just don't care. And so then the next day you're waking up and everybody's like, come on, John. Get with the program. It's going to be great. We love you. Ha ha ha. And then they're sitting there going like, what do I got to live for? And so it's, it's really a culture switch that we need. We want to standardize the engagement program because we believe there's repetitive nature that is needed for just like Parkinson's and rhythm for walking. We believe that there is a rhythm to the mind and how things are Um, received i keep a group of 10 residents with memory care of multiple cognitive levels interacted and engaged for 90 minutes straight five days a week like it's not impossible and they'll tell me what we did yesterday do you know what i mean like i'm and i get it like i'm working with the creme of the crop like i i get it but Still, like, how many of those people go from the cream of the crop to the bottom of the barrel as far as their ability to retain and receive and learn new behaviors? I had a resident take our program who was in assisted living and move herself into memory care because our programs were better and she believed they were preventative for her mental health. So, like... At the end of the day, this isn't me trying to say, like, oh, how great am I? I don't care about me. Like, there's a better way to do this. And guys like you and me are pulling our teeth just trying to get someone to pay attention to engagement the way that you and I see it. Perfect, perfect, perfect.
0: Well, so uh, right now, like what I uh, (laughs) – right now, we're streaming it in our Alzheimer's and dementia support group. So majority of the people or members in our group are actually – either caregivers or actual patient themselves. So uh, could you show us a sample of a, a program that you do for your clients sure. or do you have a website <clears throat> that uh, they can reach out to you or yeah, I mean uh, uh, again
1: maygramsmile.com. Yeah, right? you guys can always reach out to us. Um, we're actually going to be launching a streaming service for senior citizens that will employ creatives like me. To create an engagement digital platform, essentially, and actually, you have a commercial. Did we want to maybe play that? Really, yeah. Right yeah, let's now, why go don't ahead we?
0: And, uh, I'm going to share that screen.
1: Uh, but it's called the Sing System Streaming Service. S I N G Spotlight Interactive Neuroplasticity Gaming. But like I said, the Sing System.
0: Okay, uh, let me go back. Let me share that. All right, I'm going to go ahead and play.
1: Thanks. U.S. officials say in the spring of 2020, over 10 million Americans who were working in the entertainment and event production industry had lost most, if not their entire income due to the current pandemic. Financially, few industries were hit as hard as those in the gig-based and hospitality economy. One of the other demographics hit hardest by this pandemic is, of course, senior citizens. Not only are they more at risk for viruses, but the isolation caused by a lack of engagement causes mental health issues that lead to more complications with physical health. We're here to tell you there is a way to help give hope to those aging adults while taking care of today's generation of musicians, teachers and other artists. A way to ditch the starving before your title. Legends of Tomorrow Entertainment and MakeGrandmaSmile.com are leading the way for a holistic solution to today's crisis. We are launching a distance learning platform for senior citizens that will employ you. The people who spend their life doing the things they love with no promise of financial gain. We want to pay you for the privilege of knowing you touched someone with your art during this pandemic and beyond. Don't let the curtains close for millions of Americans who need each other now more than ever. Visit MakeGrandmaSmile.com and click Join Our Mission to find out how you can become an instructor or how else you can help us make grandma smile.
0: All right. That was amazing. That was very really good. I hope uh, for those people who are watching in, in Facebook, I hope you heard the, uh, the, the background music or whatever you call that, uh, the audio. Mm-hmm. So, uh,
1: well, anyway, that's really yeah. Interesting. I mean, that's that's the hope, man. You know, that's the start. We also have a, a year long standardized calendar that we're creating to save activity professionals and engagement uh, and caregivers alike, um, the time from having to plan engagements. Um, if you just had a year calendar in front of you and it was sent to you every month ahead, a month ahead, and you were able to build your um, itinerary lists and make changes as needed, and um, you know, it came with a training manual. We're letting out a, a book called 101 Ways to Make Grandma Smile. And um, it's gonna be literally like our Bible on how to follow our curriculum. And if you follow these simple steps and use some of these hundred activities and exercises we give you, you will not only be helping your seniors live a better life, but you will be educating yourself to health. Um before, I, before um, you know, the shift even starts at our communities that I've worked at, you know, I have them do, like, stretches together and, like, yoga and Tai Chi. Um, and then I see those same caregivers use that with the residents later. Mm-hmm. So, like, by by just teaching the culture of learning all the time, of never being tired of trying to learn. Uh, of seeing it as a way to to like in a video game, gather things in your backpack. Like you, you want to have as many superpowers and power ups and, extra ammo that you can get when you're dealing with Alzheimer's and dementia. So, you know, like why stop learning? And you're helping your brain with neuroplasticity by learning new practices, by doing repeatable processes. Our whole system's based on gaming. That's the G in Sing. Uh, gaming is anything repeatable. It's why improv comedy works so well with Alzheimer's patients. And I don't mean that the jokes land. I mean that if I put an improv comedian like we have, we had some second city um comedians including some touring second city comedians um live uh, in our communities doing um I wouldn't say bits but having conversations with those hard residents that can't keep on track and they were able to make that person feel normal because this person knew the ability to say yes and meant power you know it meant um Security. It meant like, oh, okay, this guy's going to take what I dish You know, I can keep going. And uh, you know, I think technology is a big piece of that too. We're we're going to be putting out our own interactive display, uh, eighty-six inch um, display that when you put on a Frank Sinatra, Frank Sinatra concert, it'll look like the guys in the room because he was short, but uh, also because it's just, it'll be this big high def touch screen TV. It'll be easy to use. Um, It'll have words and pictures. You know, there'll be easy go buttons on it um, that allow you just to get a concert going. You don't have to go search for it. Random concert button, like simple things, things that just take away the thought process because half the time I'm in these communities, I see all these really interesting ideas of programs, you know, and they're not bad. They're just complex. And people, if you're still watching this from the beginning of the video, like, no, you're not the norm. (laughs) Like most people fade it out after three minutes and 37 seconds. And I'm cool with that. But, But so how can we get people to engage us on this education of how to engage seniors, how to engage the world around us better And how can that seep back into caring for our loved ones, caring for our patients? Um, and, And, you know, I think it comes back to, you know, what you were saying earlier, Mike, about purpose, like, Like, you know, the reason that you do your other training group of getting people who are already kind of, you know, recreational therapists or therapists in other realms and helping them get a focus is because, you know, we both see the potential in offering someone the privilege to impact someone's life with their skills and their talents, like we said in the video, and get paid for it. Like I bragged about that the first five years of my career in this industry, bro. I, it was like my pickup line. Like I get paid to hang out with senior citizens and go play at concerts and go hang out at a backstage at things. And like, I wore it as a badge of honor. How can we get other people to see what we're doing is not this thing of like always fighting a losing battle though. It's true. Like, at the end of the day, until we find the cure, we will always be fighting a losing battle. How can we win the little ones daily? How can we give those people that we are fighting for um, their voice again? We have a we have another commercial that we're, we'll release on our Indiegogo campaign called Before the Disease that's focused on remembering who the residents were before the disease became their identity. And helping them relive that. And not just relive it, but like own it you know, um, and using reminiscence therapy and using neuroplasticity and using Parkinson's techniques. Like I am not an expert. I mean, I am now, but when I started, I was not an expert. And I, I truly just went and looked at guys like you, Mike, who were experts. I saw you do it. And then I did it. Like that's it. And I mean, and sure, it's more complex than that. I'm not doing things that a therapist is doing obviously, but I am doing techniques like it, you know, music therapists are doing very similar things that I'm doing to karaoke hour. Cause I'm using history to connect the songs, you know, I'm doing the, the, the walking for them from point A to point B in the, in the history of the music. And so, you know, um, I just, I know, that we can actually probably save future generations from the 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 downfalls of our brain failing us, um, early on at least, and do some preventative things. I think we can, we gotta start in our 20s, 30s, 40s, doesn't matter where you are, but the sooner the better. And I think if we can change the game on using things like YouTube, using things like Netflix to be these passive things we just watch and use them as active things that we use to not only make our life more interesting and colorful, but allow us to find an avenue where we might want to use our creative expression or the reason that we feel called to this planet to change lives, to actually do it. We all dream about, you know, like being a philanthropist who can just give money away. Well, like do it with your talents. Those are so valuable. And so like take those things and make them real and and give them to people. And and, and it's funny because one of the, the things about performing is it's the only profession where people pay you to give you their time. It's just so strange. Like, you know, like like there's no there's no guarantee you're going to walk away happy with what you just watched. So like that's a gamble. And so if they're going to gamble on us, like make every chance that you get with them count. And so I think that's teachable. I think that's culture. I think we can do it. Well, they also expect you to win because they paid us. Right. Yeah, true, true. And, and you know, it's little wins every day. And that's that's the hard part. Like families out there watching. No, like you're at the community, maybe checking in a mom and and it doesn't look like she's had any wins in a week. But then they show you 12 pictures of like everything they did that afternoon alone. And you're like, OK, so the disease is just kicking their butt this hour. All right. Like, cool. Um, I think it's about perspective, you know, we used to call people with dementia senile and like, you know, we used to lock them up. So like, that wasn't too far ago, we, we need to give the profess the people in the professions that are handling this a little bit of a break. And, you know, again, I know there's always those cases like the like the stuff you hear in the news of bad caregivers. But like most of them are good. Most of them are there for all the right reasons. And so if that's the case, how can we encourage them to try harder? How can we encourage them to fight for these residents, too? Because they you ask them, they care more than anybody in the building and than any ED or VP or CEO that walks through that place. They care more than anybody. They're on the front lines and they're and they are the ones who at the end of the day are probably going to walk in on them when they when they pass or or the ones who are probably going to see it happen or come in the next day after having an amazing day. And it's and they're just gone, you know, so, um, you know, we look at the shortage and I don't think that's just because the pay sucks. I think there's more to it than that, you know, and and I'm sure some people are getting paid great. But let's be honest, like for what we're doing, there ain't enough. That's so true.
0: Well, if you are still watching live, please comment live. If you're watching on the replay, ladies and gentlemen, please comment on the replay. Anyway, I just wanted to reiterate what uh, Jason mentioned about celebrating those wins. You know, uh, when we do dementia care, when I'm seeing a patient, I don't focus on the bad part. You know what? When I go there and I focus on the bad part, well, guess what happens? They're just going to be irritated at me. You know? Do you think a little Filipino guy like me coming in and pointing all those wrongs with the patient? No. You know, same thing when you're taking care of a patient, thinking or when you're taking care of an Alzheimer's or dementia patient, you always want to focus on the good things, ladies and gentlemen. And this is what Jason is talking about. You know, focusing on the wins, whether it's a big win or a small win, you want to celebrate it. Us as our training as therapists, we focus on the bad, you know, it's just part of our nature as therapists. We come in, we look at the patient, okay, what's wrong with the patient?
1: Well, that's it's headwinds and tailwinds. That's that's uh-huh. that's headwinds and tailwinds, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, so, they
1: say that cats literally learn to not go places because they got hurt there once, and like they go. just. I'm done. I don't want, I'm never going over there. Cause that hurt to sit on, you know, like that's how we are. That's why it's so easy to remember all the times your husband didn't put the toilet seat down, but you can't recount how many times he brought you flowers. Like, and, and don't get me wrong. Maybe he needs to buy you more flowers, but like, there's a reason that our brains are wired for drama. There's a reason we have entire genres of television that are reality TV that are just drama because that feels normal. And that's the weird part, man. Like, that's the weird part. We are normalizing depression. We are normalizing sadness. We are normalizing being not okay. It is now the rule, not the exception. And that's not because everybody's just like, oh, they're being pansies and they need to, they need to suck it up. And and I've heard those arguments. I've worked, I I'm, I'm in a Lincoln park tribute band that does mental health, um, has mental health professionals at our concerts. Like I'm big on mental health. Some of people close to my circle have died because of suicide, because there wasn't enough help. Because it was stigmatized to look at mental health and mental fitness. Because if you weren't already mentally healthy, then there must be something wrong with you if you're looking, right? Like that's 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 insane. That's that's insane. Not feeling sad. That is to think that 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 expressing yourself wanting to understand your feelings and then learn to use them and cope with them and overcome them uh, to live a better life. That is sane. That is normal. That is like what we should normalize. And so with Make Grandma Smile, one of the things we want to do is have an academy that's not just dementia training, but also just like crisis management. How do you, you know, bereavement? One of my friends is a death doula. Like we want to have an internet series where she just walks families through the process. Like if you can't afford ford one here's your here's your your uh instructor streaming right into your home with all the answers on how to get through this process um i've been saying for 5 years we needed a streaming service like this and everyone's like nah seniors won't use smart technology i gave my senior citizens an entire iphone class for like 2 hours they're all downloading apps right now yeah uh,
0: uh she watches youtube just amazing. 94 years old. Good for her. uh, Internet. She's this Zoom with her family. That's awesome. Amazing.
1: And And that's the thing. Like the next gen, man, the next gen, they're all going to have phones. They're all going to have their own Facebook pages. Yep. We're Mm. all going to have to change our privacy settings. Uh, But like that's that that ultimately is what I want for guys like you and me is that it becomes the norm when we talk about this stuff that when I talk about Alzheimer's and dementia, it's not this fuzzy concept that somebody knows somebody's grandma who had it, but that like, 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 I don't know if anybody watching knows Seth Rogen or or hilarity for charity, but I have messaged them a hundred times to have like their people like James Franco and Dave Franco and Seth Rogen and all the, like Paul Rudd, all those guys that, that did movies with them and like have them do the dementia training um, uh, role plays. like who's not going to go watch james franco go play a, an orderly or or uh, a nurse or like do you know what i mean so let's let's make it cool to learn about this thing that 127% increased um uh diagnoses in 2017 2018 occurred i think it's by 2050 one in two will have Alzheimer's. That means you have it or you're taking care of somebody with it. So like, we don't have a choice on this guys. We have to do something. Okay, cool. Cool. All right. So again, for those people who are
0: watching again, we are here in the Alzheimer's and dementia support group. If you are a caregiver right now, I know it sounds confusing because we're talking about the program, dementia program, but if you are a caregiver right now, type in caregiver why? Because that being a caregiver is really going to be a very, very big challenge. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the right training, you're going to have a hard time taking care of, of somebody that has Alzheimer's and dementia. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do. I teach a CEU class. The CEU class that I teach is actually for therapists and nurses and activity directors. Imagine that. Those are for therapists and nurses. And we got nurse practitioner who would attend that class. And they have a hard time taking care of an alzheimer's and dementia patient what more for you if you are a regular caregiver a spouse of a caregiver a, a, a daughter or a, a spouse of a caregiver spouse of a, a a patient who has dementia if you are a daughter or a son that you're taking care of your mom and dad that has alzheimer's or dementia you're going to have a hard time yeah and i mean let me, let me let me let right me training and tools
1: sorry I didn't mean I didn't I, yeah, go ahead yeah no I didn't mean to cut. There's like a slight delay because I'm watching it on the wrong vi- on the wrong screen. Uh, I, I feel that something needs to be said here about caregivers and engagement. If you are in the field that believes that caregivers are not a part of engagement, then you must never say hello to your resident. You must never talk to them and ask them how they're doing. You must never ask about their family. You must never sing a song with them or or pay attention to when their birthday is. That's engagement. I'm not asking you to go put on a song and pony show. I get it. You're stage fright. You're not a singer. Whatever. You're afraid of embarrassing yourself. Two things. One, senior citizens is the one audience you can embarrass yourself in front of and they won't remember. So use it to your advantage. Number two. Like all you have to do is learn one or two new techniques of engagement and you can change the behavior.
0: Cutting off. don't know who lost I lost you or you lost me Jason well anyway if you are still uh, in the live video please comment your live and if you are still on the replay please comment replay or while we're waiting for Jason to come back well I lost Jason there well anyway uh, it's very interesting right it's very interesting let me just share his website. Let me go look for his website. Uh, escape. Uh, make grandma. Grandma smile.com. Hey Leanne, how are you? Let me just share his website. Alright, so let's go to his website. Alright, so this is his website, uh, make it's basically a culture based art and tech focus and lifelong learning academy. It's pretty, pretty neat. You know, it's pretty
1: neat. Are we, am right. I back with you now? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you for taking them there. Yeah. Uh, internet right. went out for a second, but yeah. Thank you for showing them the site. Yeah. So basically, you know, this started out, like I said, as, as being an entertainer first, um, and then just realizing that we could make education fun for seniors. There's a, there's an amazing Ted talk, um called the hole in the wall project where a guy literally put an internet computer like a high-speed internet computer into um we should watch that video next uh into uh, a third world country and just left it and a little girl learned to use the mouse and then a little boy learned to click and then some of his friends learned that you could click applications and then they saw that it was in their language so then they started using the keys on the keyboard like they learned what they want to learn. Seniors will learn things. I remember I walked into a senior community at pitching my services and they were like, these are Alzheimer's patients. They're not going to learn anything. And I was disgusted. I was just, I was like flabbergasted because like there's study after study coming out now showing old behaviors coming back, new behaviors being taught, new, um, uh, like programs being written, you know, through neuroplasticity. Sure. Am I getting them all the way back? No, but I'm making their life better. I'm giving them a quality of life that gives them the respect they deserve. Often seniors feel like they're in the way, but we pave the way they pave the way. And so it's up for to us to give them that dignity. You know, that's true. That's true. It's all
0: about the quality of life. If you're improving one person's quality of life, guess what? That is that is a life changing Situation for them. I remember this, uh, this story about Zig Ziglar. I mean, he was walking with his grandpa in the in the beach, and then he was just throwing uh, those little snails back to the to the sea. And then uh, the the little boy said, "Dad, uh, grandpa, what are you? Uh, uh, why are you putting those snails back in the sea?" Uh, and then the grandpa said, "Well, it's because we're gonna change people's lives, or the, those that snails' lives." And the little boy said. Well, I mean, there's millions and millions of snails out here in the beach in the sand. How can you change uh, uh, all of it? And he said, well, that one there, I just changed its its lives there. So Mm -hmm. same thing when you're taking care of a patient, Alzheimer's, dementia, it doesn't matter if you are reaching one or 1,000. Mm-hmm. What matters is you're reaching at least one and you're changing their quality of life.
1: You know, uh, I wanted to bring up the one, one little piece for anybody who works solo with a patient, like you're just a single caregiver taking care of one resident. If you can team up with other caregivers in your area and create a small group, a pod, we call it a REM pod. Um, create it like a support group, not only for the residents, but for you as the caregivers who can share and do engagements and do things together as, you know, churches build this model. And actually my father went to school for adult Bible ministries and adult um, uh, small group ministries. Mm -hmm. And it was this idea that um, the woman who founded the Junior Women's League of America, I always get it wrong. Um, She said that to change the world, sometimes you have to, it takes a small group of people with a similar mindset. In fact, that's sometimes the only way you can change the world. And so if you really want to make an impact, you know, but you feel like you've been on an island Like join a support group, get with your resident and other residents like them and, and tag team with some other caregivers in the area, you know, treat it like an outing, you know, a a chance to go just grab coffee or whatever. Um, You know, if you own a business, open up a memory cafe in your building once a month where seniors can come and have coffee and donuts in a safe environment and they're cool and their caregivers can have a break and you've got music playing. Like they're huge over in England right now. There's so many little things we can do do um to support each other like you're not alone this is a very scary disease it can feel isolating even for you especially in these hard times like know that like guys like mike and myself are working on ways to make it easier but in the in the meantime like have a zoom call with other you know other uh, co-workers that are with other care other partners you know and and just find a way to connect right now you know engage the world don't don't get shut in just because we have to stay at home
0: Perfect. Perfect. Again, let me just show this, uh, this, your website and then, uh, show. Well,
1: I got to make sure that I'm sharing the music, right?
0: share the sound yeah if we
1: can this is uh this is the i believe if it's the video we're talking about yeah this is the influence for our little logo barb the bulb that's her name barb the bulb we're going to be doing a children's book series um teaching children about things like alzheimer's and dementia parkinson's as well as um death and just some hard topics as well as some uh cool ones so this is barb
2: Is this okay? Can you state your name? My name is Barbara Drees and I live here at Lexington. And can you say it? From say it again. Performing Arts. Okay. That's too long. <sighs> if it wasn't for Drama Club, I don't know what I would be doing with my life. Will you give $5 to the little old ladies? <laughs> do you do you a favor? Hold up your hand with the five and you say five. Oh, I don't think so. No, so I want you to say that. Be like, can we do this over again? Can we do this over again? Where am I looking? Where am I looking?
1: <laughs> uh, how about, uh... Um... Did that work? Yeah, that's perfect.
2: I need to cue guard. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: give $5 to help a bunch of little old ladies like me smile.
2: Will you give $5... No. To do you know how many scripts that I set for my today? I'm sure,
1: I'm sure, kid. Oh, man. (laughs) You
2: need to keep purpose in your life. Would you give five dollars like me? Well, he's got his hands there, so I did it. You got it. Would you give five dollars to make a bunch of little old ladies happy like me? What was all that for? <laughs> like, you're
1: annoyed with me. <laughs> five, five will you dollars? give five dollars? Okay, let me
2: say that and then say the next. Will you give five dollars? Mm-hmm.
1: To help little old ladies like me. To help
2: little old ladies like me. Smile. Smile, okay. <laughs> I, I tell them what to do. <laughs>
1: Part of oh, our wow. original campaign. I love Barb. She is the uh, she is the she was the producer of the first ever drama club for seniors. I started almost gosh ten years ago. It was the first program I ever started. We worked with Margaret Vinci, helped the uh, inventor of the beehive hairdo. Um, we had some you know soldiers in our group and and some women of industry, and um, they they put on their own Jack Benny radio plays and Bob Hope USO shows and um abbott and costello bits and and they would perform and they'd have 100 to 200 people show up to see and perform every three months every three to four months and she ran it and got the scripts together and when i wasn't there ran the rehearsals and uh so she became the inspiration for our barb the bulb our logo oh wow that is uh, that's
0: amazing jason i think you you are doing a good job you're in the right path you're, you're you, in brother. the right you know uh uh way here Um uh, I just really wanted to encourage you to just keep moving forward. And speaking of that, I also have a recording of my patients who are actually doing exercises. And we have all this candid stuff and we haven't even uh, uh, edited yet. You know, I have my assistant who will put the intro, outro music. And basically, it's just a collection of different exercises that she's done for her legs, for her upper body, for her back, you know, and stuff like that. That's awesome just going to collection there and that way she can remember it. And at the same time, she can also encourage other people that you can do it. Other people can do it too. And uh, hopefully we can put that in your, in your program.
1: And that's the thing, like with the streaming services ecosystem, which is the commercial you guys saw today, we want to hire creatives. So if you're a video maker and like you love making YouTube videos, like we want to pay you to do it. We're going to create this, this system. There are over 5.5 million Americans who have Alzheimer's. So that means that is potential customers for us to reach out to and offer a safe, educational uplifting service that provides not only mental fitness, but hope that there's a reason to smile every day, you know? And, and so if you are out there as a creative or as a coder or somebody who's into technology, like go to make smile.com, click join our mission at the top of the page and fill out the application. That's there. Click the, I want to volunteer uh, page. And um, we would love, we would love to have you again. This isn't us. It, it takes a village, right? Mike. That's
0: true. That's true. Nobody can do this alone. I cannot do this on my own. That's why, you know, me and Jason are are just reaching out to each other. Hey, can you do this part? I'll do my part. And like what he said, no medicine Island, nobody can treat dementia by themselves No. and you need a team. So again, thank you very much, Jason. Appreciate you. Uh, we are also going to go live soon also in the next few uh, weeks in our alternative careers group for rehab professional. (laughs) But, uh, Again, thank you very much Jason. Any last parting wisdom for us before we leave?
1: Oh, man, wisdom. Um I, I I'll tell you I'll tell you what um Margaret Vinci, Helt, the the inventor of the beehive hairdo uh once told me. Uh she was 98 when she passed. When I met her, she was 94 on her deathbed and then she heard we were going to have a drama club and so oh, she wow. decided not to be sick anymore, she said. And, uh, and, and as Barb in the video said, and as, as, as Margaret has told me and many others, um, you have to keep purpose in your life. If you are depressed, you are you are more than likely lacking purpose. Don't get me wrong. Some people are just clinically depressed. And I yeah. am not a doctor. But what I can tell you is there's a difference between being clinically depressed and wanting life to change. People who are suicidal don't want to die. They want life as is to stop. We want to give you hope. We want to show you there is a better way. And and so when our Indiegogo campaign comes out uh in uh July, July 15th, um please follow us, even if you can't donate, just share. Share the message that we can make grandma smile. And we also own make too, in case anyone's worried that we ignored the grandpas here too. Uh, but like just just please share the message. Um, We want to help guys like Mike get even more exposure. I want him and not just in front of 30,000 people on his pages. I, I want, I want Ted talks with millions of videos that we've created together to make a better world for Alzheimer's dementia patients and those that care for them. Perfect. Perfect.
0: Again, thank you very much, Jason. Appreciate you. I assume you're going to be like a coach and moderator in the, in the group or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. You can continue to, to do your stuff and we'll teach, be, we'll be right? giving
1: actual trainings. Um, so like if you get picked to be a part of the, of the like elite squad, you're going to be going through like a week long intensive training. If you're one of our normal instructors that is reaching out to local communities within a, uh, you know, two-state radius um, to promote their own performances and whatnot. Um, the best part about it is is that, like, you're not selling it. You're saying, like, hey, go get the subscription that they have and then tune in and watch my episode. And you're going to get paid just for telling them to get the subscription. And you can book your own personal performances from a distance through our service. We handle all the billing. You, All you do is select, collect a check at the end of the day, you know. So um, we really, like, we're on to something. So just stay tuned, follow up close, and keep smiling. All right. Well, again, thank you very much, Jason. Before
0: I let you go, ladies and gentlemen, always remember the word FAST, F-A-S-T, letter F. Find friends that will push you to your next level because you are the average of the five people you hang out with. So whoever you hang out with, guess what? That's going to be you. So if you're a caregiver right now taking care of a loved one that has Alzheimer's and dementia, go to your local Alzheimer's association, whatever association you have there in your local municipality or local city. Go reach out to them. I partner up with the Alzheimer's Association. So that's what I promote. So reach out to them. Also, reach out to to MakeGrandmaSmile.com. Reach out to Jason Mm -hmm. because the more connection that we get, the better. Because Mm -hmm. we as caregivers, we need help. We need support. We need help. And you've got all uh, these company people and helping us out. All right. And then letter A. Letter A, you got to learn how to take action. All this stuff that we're doing Every Tuesday, this is free, you know, just to let you know. I mean, Jason's not paying me. I'm not paying Jason right now. Hopefully, he pays me someday, but it's not going to do me good. It's not going to do you Mm -hmm. good if you don't take action on it. Mm -hmm. Take action by reaching out to Jason. Take action by going to your local association. Take action by signing up in our website, drmachewa.com, to get more information. All right? What's the next letter? Letter S. Letter S. Share and subscribe. Share and subscribe. Share and subscribe on Jason's website, on his Facebook page or whatever. The more shares, the better. The more likes, the better. You know why? Because sharing is caring. Then mm-hmm. It may not be applicable to you. Mm-hmm. It may not be applicable to you, but it could be applicable to somebody else. Right. Because right now, you may not be able to – you know, you may not be taking care of an Alzheimer's or dementia patient, but if you share it in your page, share his page, makegrandmasmile.com, it could be applicable to somebody else. That's the reason why a lot of people are asking you to share stuff. Not because for for more views or right. more likes or whatever, it's because the more exposure, the more we make this Alzheimer's and dementia more public, right. the more we get funding from you know
1: from the government from whatever association. We don't think you're Bill Gates. We think you might know someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows, someone who knows, someone who knows Bill Gates. Like that's the there you the, go. There you go. The Bill Gates is more focused on the. He's um, a little busy
0: diarrhea, busy. Yeah. <laughs> South Africa or something like that. But maybe someday, you know, maybe yeah. someday. Hey. And then last but not the least on the letter, on the word fast, is letter T, you know, not time out, but teach it. You know, the more you teach it, the better. Why? Because when you hear it, you forget, when you see it, you remember. But when you're actually teaching it, the more you're understanding it. Mm-hmm. And that's what Jason and his team is actually doing, is actually teaching people how to make grandma smile. All right. Again, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you. Again, if you're watching live, please comment live. And again, if you're watching on the replay, please comment replay. Again, thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you, Jason. I'll talk to you later. Have a good night. Cheers. Thank you.